0: Welcome to PaintEd. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. From now until September 15th, we are encouraging members to register to Paint It Forward as a way to give back to their local community. You can register individually or as a group on our website. Look for Paint It Forward under the Events tab to register. In today's podcast... We feature an episode of Contractor Evolution from Breakthrough Academy.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to Contractor Evolution. Okay, I'll start this one with a few rhetorical questions. Do you ever feel like a fraud? In certain situations, do you ever feel like you're one minor mistake, one missed detail away from being found out by everyone as a phony, as someone who's totally underqualified to occupy the position that you do? Are you familiar with the feeling of being simultaneously out of your depth, but also so entrenched in the situation that your only course of action is to just go along with the charade and hope that no one finds out that you are simply just you? Flawed, imperfect, error-prone, human. If you answered yes to any of these questions, you, like me, and I'm going to guess most of our listeners suffer from what we've come to know as imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome has become a popular term uh, in pop psych over the last decade or so. You've probably heard about it on the interwebs, maybe read about it in a blog somewhere. It's that nagging feeling that you do not possess the qualifications to be in the position that you are indeed in. It's often described as a constant feeling of inadequacy or this foreboding dread that at any day now, someone official looking is going to knock on your door and say, the jig is up, pal. In a very real sense, it's the addiction to feeling like you don't deserve the success you've legitimately earned. You got lucky. Anybody could have done it. This will probably blow up in my face next time and it'll all come crashing down. You may own a healthy, profitable, and growing construction business. Your company may already be, in fact, it probably is already well beyond the point you ever thought was possible when you started this thing, however, many years ago. The employment you offer pays the mortgages and rent of your staff and fees are kids um, and you are respected, admired, re- maybe even revered in ways that you don't realize. And yet there is still this fear that if they all knew, if they found out who you really were, yikes. What's interesting about this condition, if you want to call it that, is that it is highly correlated with success. In fact, most of the time, the higher up the food chain you go, the more you feel it. People who are at the top of their game, the true masters of their craft, athletes, business people, entertainers, politicians, artists and creators. The people on this planet who are actually doing something with their time here. Feel this the most, so I guess that's the first bit of good news. You're certainly not alone, and in fact, you're in, you're in pretty good company. <laughs> We don't really know where this comes from either, just that it's here. The research that I've done suggests some of this is residual conditioning from our childhood or our educational system. Other experts say it actually has like a genetic component. So certain personality traits increase the likelihood that you'll experience these negative emotions in your lifetime. But to be honest, none of what I've read seems that compelling or conclusive Um, but even if we can't pinpoint exactly why we feel this way, it seems pretty clear that it is indeed a thing for many people. In 2011, the International Journal of Behavioral Science published a review article uh, that shows 70% of the human population will experience this at some point in their life, and the data skews especially towards successful people, go-getters, hustlers, people like you. So why am I talking about this? Well, I guess there's a few reasons. The first, selfishly, is that I've personally been absolutely crippled under the weight of this for most of my adult life. Crippled is is probably a strong word, but um, I certainly feel this on the daily. Um, We had an empty hole in the podcast schedule, and I said, what the hell, let me see if I can have a go at this and try to make some sense of it uh, for myself, at least, and maybe some listenable content will come out of it. So there's that. The second reason, and the more important reason, is that I think imposter syndrome runs rampant among contractors. Now, um, How I know this, over the last five years, I've done 1,200 business assessments more, actually, uh, with as many contractors, which is basically an in-depth two-hour conversation with the entrepreneur about their past, their present, their future, uh, and and what their business needs to grow. Um, I've also facilitated sessions at countless conferences and trade shows, um, and I've logged a lot of hours with the nearly 500 contractors that we coach, and I get the sense... That many of you are less confident about who you are um, and what you're capable of than you should be. And that's a big problem because how you feel about your business and what you're doing in this world matters. Failing to acknowledge your own accomplishments and not recognizing your own potency as an entrepreneur um, is not a recipe for unlocking your own human potential. You You have to know how good you are without straying into arrogance. More on that later. I want to be clear about something. I am not one of these new age types who spends his time trying to eradicate all negative emotions from my life and live in constant harmony with the universe. Quite the opposite, in fact. Growth hurts and negative emotions do serve a purpose. I actually think this is something we're losing sight of in the modern day Western world. A little guilt goes a long way in motivating people. Uh, Healthy rivalry with a colleague or competitor um, can absolutely get your ass in gear. Little envy can force you to ask more of yourself. Being self-critical in moderation helps you be super real and isolate your own opportunities for growth. And we all know these people who are so at peace that it's actually kind of irritating, right? Their smile reeks of fakeness as they tell you and anybody within earshot about their four-hour morning meditation routine. I'm telling you, this guy or girl ain't growing at the rate that you are. Right, Avoiding the underbelly, the darker side of our lived experience might seem pleasant, but it's not a recipe for high performance. Check back in with Matcha Latte Dude five years from now and compare notes. I promise you'll be further along. So no, negative emotions are not all bad. When processed correctly, they can be a catalyst for positive change. I'm a big proponent of that. But the thing about this imposter syndrome thing is that it's especially insidious and slippery. It's like chronic pain versus acute pain. Because it's kind of always there, makes it really hard to put your finger on. To make it even more bizarre, this feeling is completely disconnected from your competence or your abilities. For many go-getters, as their tangible, real-world success and milestones pile up, as their body of work accumulates and they're increasingly acknowledged and celebrated for it, Their inner feeling of phoniness, their self-inflicted unworthiness also grows in size. It's a total head scratcher. Like a tumor, your feeling like an imposter will grow and grow and grow until eventually it actually is starting to do you harm. In bad cases, this leads to crippling anxiety, depression, burnout, and crisis of meaning. And it's for this reason you really have to keep an eye on your imposter syndrome. Again, a little bit of the dark stuff for motivation is good. A lot is bad. Okay, let's talk about some practical steps. If this is making sense so far, if you're like, yup, that's me, keep listening. Because now we're going to talk about things you can actually do to help with this. First things first though, imposter syndrome is something you manage, not eradicate. This little voice in your head um, is never going to disappear entirely. But with the right tools, you you can keep it to a dull roar at least. Quiet enough to do the important work you were put here to do and enjoy the experience of doing it. The first thing you can do is give that voice a name. Language and labels help us sort through and categorize things like this with a little more ease. Without a name, you might think that voice is your own and, and take it to be real. But by labeling it, you make the imposter voice very recognizable. Um, and then it's a lot easier to ignore rather than take seriously, which is what you should do. I've named mine Toby Flenderson, you know, like from the office, the sucky HR manager with the whiny voice. I realize how out there that sounds, but it works. Anytime I'm feeling shaky, unconfident, anytime there are thought patterns floating around that are making me wonder, you know, do I belong here? Um, Sooner or later, and usually sooner, I realize, oh, that's just Toby banging on again. And it's like, hey, thanks, dude. Really appreciate your input. I'm actually good, though. I don't know, something about naming it creates separation between you and it. And sometimes that's all you need to bring back that feeling of, nah, I got this. So give that voice a name. The second thing you can do to combat imposter syndrome is pick up the phone. This is why it's so important to have like-minded peers. If you do not have a group of business owner buddies or fighting the same fight, walking the same path as you, you are suffering unnecessarily. Leadership is lonely. You can't really talk about the pressures you face with people who've not themselves faced them. They may nod their heads and try to sympathize, but you inevitably still feel unseen. Just as an aside, if you're still looking for your business tribe, you should check out Breakthrough Academy. Google us. We're really easy to find. Anyway, community is the antidote to imposter syndrome for a pretty simple reason. If you can't see your own awesomeness, I guarantee you everyone else can. So let them remind you, you might feel vulnerable for a second while picking up the phone and dialing, whatever, just do it. The third thing you can do when you're feeling phony is look at this exact date on the calendar five years ago and spend some time reflecting on the situation you were in then. I mean, really go there mentally. What were you doing? How were you feeling? How intentional were the decisions you were making back then? How healthy was your business? Did you even have one? How healthy were your relationships, your habits? Chances are this exercise is going to put some stuff into perspective for you. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts, you are already further ahead than you thought was possible when you started the journey. You may have moved the goalposts since, but I bet you you're well beyond your younger self's definition of success already. This idea is best summarized by the great Jordan Peterson in 12 Rules. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. You are your only competition and it's really easy to forget how far ahead you already are. Okay, some closing thoughts. Being cocky, arrogant, overly pleased with yourself is a bad look. Most intelligent people can spot this insecurity masquerading as confidence from a mile away. I do bump into these types from time to time. And while I admit I find these contractors, you know the ones I'm talking about, not my cup of tea, I gotta be honest and say I see the opposite way more often. Men and women that are good, really good, but living below their greatness. People whose imposter syndrome is getting the best of them. It doesn't matter that you didn't go to university. It doesn't matter that you were on the tools just a couple short years ago. It doesn't matter that you're young. It doesn't matter that you're old. It doesn't matter that you haven't read all the business books on the must-read list. It doesn't matter that your truck is a mess right now. It doesn't matter that at times you feel like you don't know what you're doing. You know more than enough, and nobody's checking anyway. You started this business for a very important reason, and it's funny how success, not failure, can cause you to lose sight of that reason and and second-guess yourself. You belong where you are right now, and if that voice in your head says differently, just tell them to shut up and remember, you got this. I'll close with one of my favorite Roger Bannister quotes. He's that guy that ran the mile in under four minutes for the first time back in 1954. On the topic of pursuing greatness, he said this, you have to be humble enough to do the work, but arrogant enough to actually believe you can do it. So here's to trying to find that balance. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for watching this episode of Contractor Evolution. If you've already subscribed to our channel, consider sharing this episode with another contractor who you think needs to hear it.
0: Paint Ed Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners.